Hello, I'm Laura Furiosi, divorced mother of three, and I'm here with my mother, Lynette Galvin, with 35 years' experience in family law. You're listening to the Divorce Course Podcast. Through our candid discussions, we hope to help you through your divorce or de facto separation. We will be answering the most commonly asked questions and covering the stages and steps that you will face on your way to freedom. COVID vaccinations for children are now open at the end of January and there are a lot of questions flying around about whether or not one parent or the other parent can get their child vaccinated. So we are going to be answering those questions today, hopefully alleviating some stress and worry and helping everyone get on with their lives. Yes. Welcome back, Mum. Uh, thank you, Laura. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Now, we have lived with COVID for nearly two years. I... In fact, we started this podcast pretty much during, just before COVID hit. Just before we had just that before. lovely weekend yeah. up at the coast and then uh, up at the mountains. Yes. yes, yes. So we're really covering new ground again. We have done a couple of episodes on COVID and custody during mm-hmm. lockdowns and yep. things. But really the question that keeps popping up these days is one parent wants immunisation for vaccination, the other parent doesn't. And for a while it's just been the teenagers and now it's younger kids. Yes. Um, so... We've talked about this before, but, Mum, there's been some cases and there's been some a court ruling yep. before. So do you want to tell us a little bit about the the parental responsibility side of things? Yes. And then okay. we'll go into some of, the, some of the rulings and what people can expect. Okay. So regular listeners will know that the court allocates parental responsibility for the kids. Sometimes it's equal shared parental responsibility. Which means every, both of you get to make a choice. You, you have to make decisions together. together. Yes. yes. Uh, sometimes someone might have sole parental responsibility and they can make any decision on their own. They don't need input from the other parent. Mm-hmm. And then there's a hybrid of those where the court can order sole parental responsibility for some things mm-hmm. And equal shared parental responsibility for the rest. And there are a whole bunch of people out there that don't have any orders at all mm. and don't have sole or joint. Equal shared. So, yeah. And that they have actually joint parental responsibility, which is exactly the same as it was when they were still a couple. Okay. So any of them can make all of the decisions about the children. Okay. Okay, so, but that's probably, we need to think about now about allocating parental responsibility for kids Mm -hmm. and vaccinations, of course, Mm. come under the medical area. And so the court has been looking at uh, making uh, uh, parental responsibility orders, like I said, where one person is responsible for the medical for a child and then perhaps leaving everything else as equal shared parental okay. responsibility. So if they say joint parental responsibility for everything except for medical parental responsibility, mm-hmm. so the decisions on immunisation and yes. doctor's appointments, yep. is sole parental and they choose one parent. The one parent. And is that to stop the conflict? Well, it's all about the best interests of the children. Yes. And so the court, um, they won't order that a child be vaccinated, mm. uh, but they will it, because that's inherently a, a province of the parents. Mm. But they may choose a parent based on what their proposals are for vaccination. And particularly uh, this case in 2021, there were two kids aged 12 and 7, um, and the uh, mother didn't agree. 12 and 8, yeah. Oh, I beg your pardon, 12 yeah. and 8. Um, the mother didn't agree to vaccination, but the father did. Mm. Um, the mother said, oh, any vaccinations like full of, you know, terrible germs. So she's children. an anti-vaxxer. She's yeah. definitely an anti-vaxxer. She wasn't getting it 
they're not getting it. Yeah. The father, on the other hand, was beside himself and wanted the kids to be vaccinated mm. for COVID-19. Yes. What the court said was, um, well, they first of all appointed an independent children's lawyer. Yes. And the independent children's lawyer... Who represents Who represents the kids. the kids. Not like a normal lawyer. The kids don't tell him what to say or her what to say, but <laughs> yeah. she or he, his job is to get independent evidence. Mm. And the court... the the um, independent children's lawyer was able to bring uh, recommendations to the court of the uh, government health recommendations for mm. COVID mm. and also the fact that non-vaccinated kids... are going to get excluded They're from going things. to be excluded from travel and mm-hmm. many places that they can't go. And, you, don't, you know, um, an unvaccinated child or parents can't go to a contact centre. Mm. So if there's a lot of things they're not going to be able to do going forward. Mm. So the court said, look, both mum and dad had the kids' best interests at heart mm-hmm. and they both were motivated by their love and care for the children. However, uh, it was highly improbable that the parents would ever meet reach agreement mm. so they couldn't leave that hanging as something that was that was equal shared parental responsibility. Yes. And they thought that the father was more likely to follow the doctor's advice about vaccinations and the guidelines of Mm -hmm. the um, federal government Mm -hmm. about vaccinations. So the court said, look, um, we don't know. We're not saying yay or nay, Mm -hmm. and we're not saying dad's right or mum's right, but we think dad is more likely to follow any federal advice or any particular advice from the children's doctors about their health and wellbeing. Yeah. And therefore, we're going to give dad sole parental responsibility regarding vaccinations and immunisations. So they didn't even go... um, to the broad thing of of all the medical. And they just also said that the father's decision-making about vaccination was to be, and these were their words, in accordance with the National Immunisation Program or as recommended by the children's general practitioner. So basically it's not even his decision. It's he had to go to the doctor and follow follow the guidelines or the doctor's recommendations. Absolutely. And, And so because... You know, I know we all think we are, but none of us are experts on on immunisation. Most of us aren't. Mm. So again, it was just the court's paramount into um, their paramount concern was the best interests of the children. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they never thought that the parents would ever agree. They didn't say who was right and wrong. Mm-hmm. They just said we'll choose the parent on that very narrow issue immunisation, vaccination, who's going to follow the doctor's advice. Okay. So, yeah, nice way out of it. So they've had to go to court. Well, someone obviously cared enough uh, about it to go to court and get an order. If you've got joint equal shared parental responsibility and one says no and one says yes, Mm. um, short of sneaking the kids in for the vaccine without the other person agreeing... Which is not recommended. It's not really... The court, the court frowns looked, on it. Looked, uh, didn't that, it say yeah, that? Yeah, that was, was a previous case. But yeah. the court has previously looked very disapprovingly on someone who would do something so sneaky. Mm. Um, so, you know, I think you need to get the sole parental responsibility for immunisation for immunization and vaccination. And that's a good authority for you. It's the case of Mackinnon and Torb. T-A-U-B-E, mm. um, and look that up and, yeah, we'll put the link maybe in the show notes yes. for that. So to people out there listening, you might have one parent that's very anti-vaccinations mm. and one parent that is, you need to basically go to court, really. You, you really do. and, and I mean, Make an application for a sole 
the, parental responsibility for immunisation. If that's what you feel. Mm. Um, there are people who are taking kids to these anti-vax rallies, yeah. you know, yes. where they might pick up something serious. So mm. it's a very current topic. Mm. Um, Obviously this is general advice only, but some people are saying, can I just take them and do it? I wouldn't say the court that. would the court would look badly at that. Well, they would be very disappointed in someone that didn't um, follow the law. Yes, yeah. if they've got equal shared parental responsibility, then they need to consult with the other party, and they they should try mediation. Mm-hmm. They should try some other sort of circuit breaker. Okay. The um, other question: so you can get a court order for sole parental responsibility for immunisation, vaccination. So that is a that is one way around a yes. deadlock. And if you're negotiating something, um, it's unlikely that the other person will agree to this either that everyone agrees the kids get vaccinated or one is heatedly anti-vax so Mm. you may have to get a court to make an order for you Um, on that point so do you uh, so we've had a question in from Mm. a listener who has had a very similar issue Mm. and you know one's an anti-vaxxer one's Mm. pro pro vaccination and she's gotten the first lot through Yes, the first vaccine. Yes, and yes. then is going for the second vaccine and there is an anti, the co-parent is anti-vax and is insisting on going and knowing the appointment for the second vaccination. Do you know the best interests of the child would yes. be that they're not, they don't put the child in the middle yes. of this? Um, that was our next point. To me, oh, <laughs> was it? It yeah. seems to me that once a per- child has begun to be vaccinated, it's a no-brainer that they should finish that course. Mm, um, mm. And if a parent is imposing their anti-vaxxer views mm. um, on the child, then really they've not got the child's best interests at heart genuinely. Mm. And particularly in this case, I'm not hearing him banning the child from having the second one. He, does he just want to go and make trouble? He just trouble? wants to know when the appointment is, yeah, do, which means yeah, that he's so, make trouble. So we're, it's, a, it's a medical setting. The child's going through a medical procedure um, if you've got someone who is completely anti-vax, I don't imagine their conduct in that room mm. is going to be of any assistance but would put the child under enormous pressure. Mm. To ask yourself, is this in the best interest of mm-hmm. the child? If the answer is no, then don't mm. because that's the next point was whether you're a vaccination person or an anti-vaxxer, I'm obviously, obviously vaccinated mm. and you are mum, but putting kids in the middle of this argument where they can't against win all all the issues because it doesn't matter what your child then chooses like this they're court. disappointing they're, someone they're going to upset they're going to feel torn and and with her dad coming to that he's going to visibly be torn in front mm. of him or is he going to like death stare her mm. and glare at her and make her and cause panic attacks or dramas decline yeah. to have yeah. it so so the best thing you can possibly do is just uh if they're young enough don't involve them in the conversations. Not Don't at all. discuss it with them. Yeah. It's the same with anything in, a, in um, any part of your family. Absolutely. Co-parenting, all of that. All those decisions should be made quietly. And, and presented. Even, even if you're not separated, parents yeah. should be having heated arguments if they need to about parenting. You do it away from the children. You do, of course Otherwise you do. it confuses them. And so I, I think the best recommendation we can make for a lot of listeners if you are going through this is try and keep as much as you can you can't control Mm. the other person but try and keep your opinions and your your stress and drama away from the children so try your mediation there's a covid list still in the courts okay i think you will get on quite quickly it'll be by 
Zoom, so you know, get an application. So in. you could do an application on the COVID list and yes, be and in there pretty quickly. quickly. Heard. Yep, that's right. Okay, um, and with because we've done uh, COVID before, Mum, and there's obviously it's a moving beast. Mm. <laughs> it's constantly changing. Mm. Um, but you know, is there any anything that someone could do if you're amicable and one's anti? And one is a vax. Mm. Like, how, how could you work around that? Can you get consent orders, or could you? If, if you're amicable, agree, if you're amicable, mm. I would dare say that person would agree. But if they're ardently anti-vax, you're probably going to have to go to court. Okay, because so pretty people, much every amicable, people, avoidant, high conflict or manipulative controlling, you're just going to have to take them to court. I think so. I think so. With high conflict, maybe you can give them evidence. Avoidant, give them the evidence. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but I just it, it's just worrying. Mm. And and the, uh, at the stage we're at through the pandemic, it's about now's the time. Mm. And the COVID, so so if you're listening and one person's anti-vax and you, or your vax or whatever it is, mm-hmm. the situation, you can make an application to the court and it'll ask if it's urgent or COVID-related yes. yep. and you say yes and then you can be within in front of a registrar. In a few weeks. In a few you. weeks. Do you know the other thing you can do is send that case to the other side, That's the other person, idea. and say, look, I'm going to ask the court for sole responsibility for vaccinations and immunisations. Here's a 2021 case that's exactly the same as us, mm-hmm. so I'm going to win. Yes. Um, or you can just let me do it. Yeah, otherwise I'll see you in court. Yeah, that's right. And, mm-hmm. and maybe get them to write something in emails to say, all right, go and get the vaccination. And obviously you'd need to be checking with your GP to mm-hmm. make sure that the vaccination appropriate. is appropriate for and the make child sure unless there's that. no, yeah, make no sure reason you why that. you shouldn't be getting it and have that mm-hmm. printed out. Printed saying this is the GP he says we should or she says we should get it here's the case yep and and here's where I told him I was going to do it and he didn't object or he you know Mm. so uh you know you shouldn't ever break a court order yes but if you do and you've got a reasonable excuse Mm -hmm. on children's matters Mm -hmm. there's no penalty so usually the court will if there's something like if you did it and you had a really good reason and backed up authority Mm. then the court would probably say, yes, you broke the order, but you had a reasonable excuse. Okay. But mum's not telling you to break I'm the orders. I'm not telling you to break the orders because it's really scary to and do. And mum would be struck off. <laughs> no, 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 no. There are times. Well, that's why it's in the Act. They, so you the can court break knows orders sometimes. if it's in the best interest of the child. Well, yes, but, boy, be you careful. You have to have really good proof. Because... You, you really got to ask forgiveness of the court if the other side takes you to court. Mm. Um, and so they wouldn't have it in the legislation mm. um, if if you if there weren't times. The court knows there are times they're not there. There's yeah. no judge there. All the you've time. got to do the right thing by your child, mm. um, do the right thing by the child. Yeah. So, But you've just got to have a good excuse and be ready if your ex is a nasty person. Yeah. Um, be ready to, you know, defend mm. yourself in court for that. And don't put your children in it. They shouldn't know. No. And if you do have to make an application to the court, don't tell them. No. And and really to remember, it, the, the, the family court is a part of the Australian government. So they're always going to follow the Australian government guidelines. Exactly. It's a Commonwealth court. And the, and the court is not wanting to be liable for ordering vaccinations in case there was anything that went wrong. Well, the court says, and they're right, they don't have the power under no. the Act. Under the Act, they have the power to award parental responsibility to one person or another and it's a parent's decision yeah Mm. yeah so all the court will do is order parental responsibility yeah 
they'll choose one. And they do that with education if they have to. And if, if this you is get in a case, squabble. This is a case in 2021, so there's going to be more, isn't of there? Of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I, we've just picked on a really fairly recent one. Yeah. And it's particularly about COVID. Yeah. And I know mm. I go on and on in all the other episodes about how it takes forever to get a hearing. Mm. If you're on an urgent COVID list, it's it pretty wasn't quick. That long. Yeah, That's it's right. like a week. Because the court has become very good at using their resources across the whole country. Mm-hmm. So if it needs to be heard, it'll probably be by Zoom yeah. or Teams or something. Um, but they will allocate it to whatever the judicial registrar they can find anywhere, anywhere in Australia. Yeah. And so it's it's the system is getting better. Yes. yes. And my heart goes out to the people that have messaged oh. us um, mm. asking these questions because it is such a tricky time because the legislation's never catching up I'd with the changes. Yeah. Um, and if you, you know, if you're umming and ahhing over, you know, wondering what will happen, we've, we've describe to you what could potentially happen mm-hmm. and before you even need to enter into lawyers I would just print it out and go show it to them so say, this say, is what's going to happen if, if I go to court so do you want to go is, to court <laughs> this is what's got the court's going to order yeah yeah, yeah. so all right, but this is general advice only. Yep. Definitely go and see your own lawyer. But you know, I mean, it needs to be indicated by the doctor. The doctor needs, as you say, yes. The doctor needs. You need to go and get a little. You need to go one step further than most people. Yeah, and that is, you need to have a doctor's letter saying there's no reason why this child can't have that vaccine. Yeah, and that that even the doctor recommends it. Mm. Yeah, and that the in accordance with it. the guidelines yep. of the Australian government. All right. Wow, Mum. Wow. That's a heavy one. It is. This and is. a scary one. Um, yes. If you have any more questions about that, we have done an episode on the COVID urgent list and a couple of other ones, but it is a moving train. So that was only the ones we've did previously were only relevant at that time. Yeah. So always check the rules because, as you know, they are constantly changing. Yes. If you are interested in going to our webinar, you can jump online and register. Click the link in our bio on Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok under under this and yep. register for the webinar that we have a minimum amount of seats per um, one and mum is talking about how maximum. to do your own divorce yes oh maximum, maximum. we have a maximum number <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh I'm tired <laughs> time for a cup of tea I know. all right and if you would like us to answer any questions that you're going through please send us yeah. an email to the divorce course podcast at gmail.com or you can message us on tiktok or you can message us on instagram <laughs> or you can message us this on 1.1 million views here's a tip if you message facebook you get mum directly if you message instagram you get me <laughs> all right <laughs> take okay. take it easy everyone and stay safe bye Thanks, Mum. If you found this podcast helpful, we'd love it if you could rate, review and subscribe. By doing so, you are spreading the word to help someone else just like you. Lynn would like to remind you that this podcast is general advice only and you should always get legal advice in relation to your particular situation. And remember that the Australian laws may have changed since recording.